This is Joe Burns. And Chad P. Hey, thanks for listening to the Rock School Podcast. We think you'll learn something. Now remember, if you want to hear the show with all the music in place, go to kslu.org and stream the show live Thursdays at 5. And Sundays at 4. It's a new show every week. Now enjoy this week's Rock School radio show. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. It's time for school. Rock School. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Well, something's wrong. Let's look at the hard drive. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Chad P. I have a friend who is passionate. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show. Safe from Isaac, finally. How'd you come through Isaac over there? You all right? Yeah. I'm picking up sticks. Yeah, Still I know. Me up. too. My entire yard was one giant pile of sticks after Isaac. We made through it okay. We have said on this show many, many times that we have never repeated a show Oop. and never will repeat a show until we quit. And we've been through how many hurricanes now? Three. Three and mm-hmm. Isaac. Does Isaac make four? Or does Isaac make three? Isaac makes three. Isaac makes three. Mm-hmm. And which really too bad because last week's show, which really didn't get a lot of listenership, obviously, because Isaac was around on Thursday and then yep. Sunday was really a cleanup day. A lot of people didn't even have uh, power, power to listen to the radio. Right, to listen to the they show. They had battery operated radios, but they wouldn't listen to us. I highly doubt they were, <laughs> which is really too bad because last week's show on Miranda Grovsner mm-hmm. was really a good show. I, I enjoyed it. It's like a comedian saying, uh, my joke was really funny, but it was really a good show. <laughs> so if you haven't heard it or didn't get to hear it because of one reason or another, Isaac probably, go to the website, pick it up on podcast. It's up there right now. Chad, what is the podcasting website? KSLU.org. And there's a Rock School chalkboard icon to the right-hand side. Click on that, and then you can go to our uh, episodes page. It's got every single show that we've ever done. Right, and Miranda Grosner is sitting right up top. And if you don't know who she is... Enjoy the show. We uh, we had a good time putting it together. It has a nice Louisiana connection, and uh, it's really too bad. What do you, what you, do smell, you smell that? Do you what, smell that? What are we smelling, Something Chad in P? the air, man. It, does it smell like a pigskin? Yes, it does. Oh, it really it smells does. like football. God bless football. Football is back. I mean, with all apologies to baseball, football is America's game. Ah, it, it really is. I'm with you. And there's reasons why, and I have some reasons why, and we'll get into those later on the show, why I think football is America's game. It, 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 I think number one is because it's violent, and <laughs> we are a bit of a violent society. We like and, that. I mean, bounty gate aside and the concussion concern aside, every play in football ends in a tackle, mm-hmm. and we like that. That's right. And it's not just three yards in a cloud of dust. We like some guy coming across and Wow. That's it's, right. It, a nice, clean, solid hit. Those so, are the ones that we rewind the DVR and run to Sports Center. Uh-huh. Oh, I wonder if it's going to make the run of top 10. So, <laughs> what can we do for football? We last year did what the uh, the the anthems or the groups that played at the center of uh, halftime mm-hmm. at the Super Bowl. Yeah, 
This year, I looked into stadium anthems. Oh, sweet. And I have not only football, I have baseball, and believe it or not, I have some wrestlers walking into the ring. Mm -hmm. But to start us off today, before we get into the topic, in 2008, Rolling Stone asked readers to vote for the top sports anthem song. And guess which one won? They play it at the Superdome every Sunday too many times, I think. They play it at Death Valley, which, if you didn't know, is the LSU football stadium, uh, which has been revamped. I already and know what it is. Got then. all wet <laughs> because of Isaac. Guns N' Roses, Welcome to the Jungle. Sounds like this as we do stadium anthems for an hour right here on Rock School. Stadium anthems here on Rockville to celebrate the start of football. You know, now that you mention it, I don't know if I've ever been to a professional sporting event where that song was not played. I know. That and Crazy Train. Uh-huh. It gets played way too often. They just, you know, they, they pump up the crowd. They do. Uh, according to BMI, that's Broadcast Music International, that rates the performances and yeah. sends out royalties mm-hmm. to those. I have here the most overplayed songs in sports. Uh, pump Up the Jam by Tektronic. Remember that one? Pump up the jam, pump it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that one just gets played all over the place. But here are some that are actually specific. Sweet Caroline gets played at Fenway Park all the way since 1997, and during Mets games, whenever they feel like it, it's become just a thing where people, you know, Sweet Caroline, and the whole crowd goes ba ba ba. Right, okay. goes along with it. Well, good for Neil. He gets his check. Oh, I'm sure it's thick too <laughs> because it's not being played. It has to do with number of people listening. You uh-huh. know this. I mean, you work in the business. Yes, sir. It's not just a little radio station like ours will send out a little bit of money. Mm -hmm. But if it gets played in a stadium where thousands, 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 70,000 people are listening, that's a lot of years. Think about the beginning of Rush Limbaugh Mm -hmm. when it turns on and their plays, you know, My City Was Gone Mm -hmm. by the Pretenders. And you know for a fact there's four million people on the other side of that radio. Gah. Yep. You know, it gets played once every hour. But still, the check has to be monstrous. Yeah, dude. Put on by Young Jeezy gets played at most Giants games because it talks about New York, New York City crowds and and that kind of thing. Uh, I'll give you one more and then uh, play another one here. Song 2 by Blur gets played all over the place. And it's only because they want the crowd to go, Mm -hmm. along with uh, (laughs) along with the band. What about the Hey song? What's hey song? That's in a lot of hockey games. Oh, when the, when what is the name scores. of that song? It's, I can't remember. it's something part two, Rock and Roll Part Two by yeah. Gary Glitter. There you go. That doesn't get played a whole lot anymore. No? Because Gary Glitter got nailed on child pornography charges. Ooh. Yeah, he took his, if, if, I, if I'm remembering this correctly, he took his computer in to be repaired. Something was wrong with it. Uh-huh. And when the company began, you know, looking at the hard drive, you know, something's wrong. Let's Look at the hard drive. Oh, they found all this child pornography you on the hard dummy. drive. Uh, well, I mean, you shouldn't be doing it anyway, yeah. but, you know. Not a good idea. Let's jump to hockey. This song was made famous by the Chicago Blackhawks during their Stanley Cup run in 2010. Chelsea Dagger has also played at the United Center for all Blackhawks goals and wins. Chelsea Dagger by Fred. Fratellis? Fratellis, yeah. Did I have that know. right? I don't know. I don't know. There's Chelsea Dagger right here at Rock School. <laughs> 
right, talking stadium anthems. Uh, now, when you think of a stadium anthem, you think of something that plays while the crowd is trying to get themselves up. But there is also what's known as walk-on music. Walk-on music. Walk-on music. What's that? Uh, are you a baseball fan? Kinda. You know, towards the end of a game, you have either a relief pitcher or the guy that's going to close it. Uh-huh. You know, you've got it's the bottom of the ninth. There's two batters left, and you bring on some Wild guy, thing. Who, you guy nah, that's nah, right, nah, nah. and he's he's got a rocket for a right arm. He's going to come out. He's going to throw 101. You know, three fastballs. Pop, pop, pop. Done. We're done. Let's get the heck out of here. Mm-hmm. That's called walk-on music. Okay. You know, so. I thought to myself, is there any walk-on music? And I do. I have some walk-on music for relief pitchers. However, no, there's a however. I really like the song Ready to Go by Republica. Oh, it's a good song. Do you know it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It it was a big hit here. However, in the UK, it's a monster. That's usually how it works. The US, meh. The UK, <laughs> Yeah, huge. It was the title of Sky Sports News evening update, sort of their ESPN uh-huh. from 2005 to 2007. It was sort of, you know, everybody knows in the United States, da-da-da, da-da-da. Mm-hmm. It was there, da-da-da, da-da-da. Okay. Also, you've never been to the UK, have you? No, sir. Okay, I've been there five or six times. My wife and I used to love to go over there. That was PK, pre-kid. Mm-hmm. But now we have children, and we don't do those kind of things PK anymore. PK in the UK. PK in the UK. Darts are huge over there. I love playing darts. I, so do I. Mm-hmm. But you don't play darts like these guys. I mean, they could hit a gnat at 100 <laughs> yards. And, you know, 180 because they hit the triple 20 and three times and, and all of that. Wow. These guys are rock stars. Mm-hmm. Dart, rock stars. And they have walk-on music. Oh, cool. Well, the person who supposedly brought Republica to being a sports piece of music was a dart player yeah. by the name of Mike Veitch, V-E-I-T-C-H. It might be Vetch, but I saw it written as Veitch. It's not Veitch? Might be. Hmm. I saw it as Veitch, V-E-I-T-C-H. And darts player Mike is apparently very, very good. And he, when he walked out, again, darts, it's like, you know, the bad boy of tiddlywinks. Right. But here comes dart player Mike. And, and that's he, what he's playing? That's what he used to walk out to throw darts. And the crowd went bonkers. Well, I bet they did. For this guy. But I got news for you, darts player Mike. Yeah. You got very creative in the creative department. Because you should have come out to hit me with your best shot, you <laughs> yeah, Something like that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, put a point on it. Right. Or something like that. But Ready to Go was his, uh, his song to walk out to. And I just thought it was neat because I really liked the song. And since I found a reason to play it. Hot dog! There you go, Mike. Hot dog! Ready to go, Republica in Rock School. All right, let me give you a couple more since we're on the first break here. Let me give you a couple more walk-ons for darts. Do you agree the dart guy should have used the other I, song? Probably. There's nothing wrong with probably. that song, but I mean, you really... See, that's why you need a PR and a creative department. I'm, I'm with you. Well, I'm here's a couple you. smarter ones. Phil Taylor is also a dart player. His nickname is The Power. Uh-huh. You know, he uses The Power by Snap. Uh, Simon Whitlock, he's from Australia. He uses Down Under by Men at Work. There you go. And Martin Adams, his nickname is Wolfie. He uses Hungry Like the Wolf by Duran Duran. Perfect. Put uh, a little bit of thought 
thought into it, guys. There's a guy named Barry Hearn. Uh, he's a professional uh, snooker player and is apparently the best guy around. What? He's a snooker. What? It's a, a form of billiards. Uh, oh, all right. It's played on a much larger table, five by ten instead of four by eight. Yeah. I've played it. It's you think, oh, another foot. What does it mean? <laughs> you might as well be shooting from here to Laplace, as it's called on the national <laughs> oh, media. Have you instead gotten of annoyed with them? Yeah, I, I certainly have. have. But uh, yeah, he has walk on music as well. All right. You're a wrestling fan, Chad P. I am, yes, sir. They have walk-on music as well, oh, yeah. entrance themes, and uh, I, I do this in the first break because I don't want to play any music because I think this is a show unto itself. Who started the entrance themes for... Uh, wrestlers. For wrestlers? Yeah, because oh. I have here an idea of who did it. No one's well, really sure, yeah, but... Yeah, it's kind of like one of those things like, who who had the first rock and roll record? You'll have a knows. lot of different promoters that claim to have done it. Vince McMahon will say it was him. Right, Vince McMahon says it was him. A couple and of people Sergeant will say that Slaughter it was him. But is like, his person. way back in the day, like back in the 40s and 50s, you had a couple of wrestlers that would actually come out to themes and stuff uh, like Gorgeous that, so. George is one of them. Mm-hmm, Pomp mm-hmm. and Circumstance, he said. Sure. Uh, Randy Savage states he was the first to do it. Glenn Stride, he was a wrestler back in the 1950s, said he came out to music. A female champion by the name of Mildred Burke said she came out to music. But Vince McMahon is the one that stated that he did it because he can show that he paid the money to have Sergeant Slaughter. I remember Sergeant Slaughter. He's still around. Is he really? Well, he works as an agent now behind the scenes. But yeah, every now and then he'll lace up the boots and come out and wrestle. You're kidding me. I saw him live one time. He came out to the Marines hymn Mm -hmm. at Madison Square Garden in the 1970s, and Vince McMahon can state that he can put his finger right on the date. Oh, yeah. That he brought out Sergeant Slaughter to the Marines' hymn, and he's he states very, that's where it starts. Well, he's very smart. You know, he's going to make sure that he's got a paper trail. So he says, sure. not only did I did it, I can show you that I did it. Right. So uh, they all have music they come out to. Absolutely. And you were telling me off mic that so many of these guys not only just have like a Marines' hymn or Pomp and Circumstance, they have actual songs they come out to. And I'm Absolutely. thinking it's not really a stadium anthem, but that's a show in and of itself. Oh, dude, we could easily uh, fill in a show. What sure. I'm saying off mic was the the current champion of WWE. His name is CM Punk. Yeah, he started coming out to Cult of Personality by Beautiful. Living Color two weeks after he started using that theme. Their song shot up on the uh, iTunes top twenty. Oh, really? That's how popular it got. So, Go yeah, figure. basically resurrected the song. It's a great tune. Go figure. Yeah, that's a show, dude. Can we do that? Of course. Let's do that. Let's put that together. Okay. Who's listening to us? KLSU uh, on the campus of the winning football team so far. Want to know the uh, the Tigers, ladies and gentlemen. And without... KSCL in Shreveport, Louisiana. They don't have a football team. No, as a matter of but fact. But that's okay. They don't. That's fine. They invented uh, football. Yes, as a matter of fact. I, I wondered where it started. I thought it was uh, sort of a rugby knockoff from the UK, but nope. that's fine. Report. Not a concern. Uh, back in a minute here on Rock School. I said I was going to give you some more reasons why I thought football was America's game. Yeah. I'll tell you another reason why. It's darn difficult. The game of football is a darn difficult game. Well, maybe for you. No, seriously. Think about it for just one moment. Mm -hmm. You need to explain the game of football to a person who knows nothing about it. Explain the offense, the defense, all the positions, the penalty structure, the special teams. It's it's an intensely involved game. Yeah, I don't have that kind of time. It is. I mean, it is an amazingly involved game. In fact, you know, I consider myself, and I'm sure you do too, to be somewhat of a football expert. Oh, I love football. We understand what it all 
all means and everything. Sure. When some of those refs call a flag and they go, blah, 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 and you go, what, what? was that? Uh-huh. Oh, that rule was just put in two years ago. What? Mm-hmm. Would you, uh, I do that a lot. You, and I have no idea what they're talking about. I know about. you're basic. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a false start. Oh, he was offsides. Oh, right. that, you know, that's block, illegal block in the back. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and the guy's sitting there pointing to his armpit uh-huh. and his ear, and I, 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 is that in the rules? What does that I have mean? no idea what you're talking That's about. That's when you need John Madden. What happened was... <laughs> sure. <laughs> but what's what's great about it being so difficult is it leaves the game open for friendly and sometimes not so friendly discussion constantly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because even if you just watch the play right in front of you, mm-hmm. there's discussion over what happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, and explain, you know, instant replay. <laughs> and when it gets done and when it doesn't get done. Oh, we're within the last two minutes of the what have you. So it's immediately instant replayed. And oh, by the way, what's that red thing that the guy's throwing? And it's yeah. it's ridiculous. Now see, I you know, I get into a game, I will I'll get upset if a quarterback gets hit because I'll say, What happened, line? You were supposed to be protecting the quarterback. Sure. I have a friend who is passionate. When the team runs up the middle for a gain of three, he will yell, why didn't you throw it to the guy in the check down and you could have got a first down? Sure. And I go, oh, okay. I have no idea have what you, you're talking have about. Have you taken Thank you. Sure. Right. Here are some more uh, beautiful stadium anthems, stadium anthems from around the country. Enter Sandman gets mm-hmm. played by Mariano Rivera as he enters the field. Of course, all over football. Sandstorm by Darude gets played all over NFL stadiums. And I know you've heard this one before. You may not know it by its title, but it's huge at football games. It's huge all over, um, what do they call them, highlight films? Uh-huh. Yeah, this is Boom by oh, P.O.D. P.O.D., yeah. Oh, yes. oh, they played that a lot for uh, Saints things because it, it, it contains the line, here comes the boys from the South. You bet. If mm-hmm. you don't know it by title, you know it by sound. And it sounds like this, Rock School. All right, bottom of the hour here on Rock Schools, we start to talk about stadium anthems and football and you, things like that. Do you notice that a lot of these songs are extremely adrenaline flowing, That's forward thrusting, and just get you in a, oh man, I just, you see that window right there? I want to break it. Yeah, and, and drink a $9 beer. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't want to pay $9. <laughs> Let's do our names. I'm Joe Burns. Chad P. Let's do seven days and 70 seconds. We'll get back to the stadium anthems because we had a little bit of a concern with the song. Had two from ACDC. The question was, which one? do you play and Chad picked the one that would make you I don't know get up and break that window apparently let's uh, do these days 7 days 70 seconds September 3rd all the way through September 9th Chad has Monday do it September 3rd 1963 reprise records owned by Frankie Sinatra becomes part of the Warner Brother records Uh, September 4th 1996 Yusuf Islam uh, Cat Stevens is what you probably know him by emerges for the first time in 18 years to meet his publics he signs copies of his new album 18 years? 18 years he went away to, I don't know, become a man of God. Okay. And that's what he did. Took a while. Yeah. September 5th, 1993, Dave Navarro joins the band, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. September 6th, 1989, the Pittsburgh Pirates were banned from practicing on their own field because the Rolling Stones were rehearsing for a concert (laughs) later that night. Let's keep our priorities straight, ladies and gentlemen. Really? September 7th, 1978, Keith Moon of The Who died at the age of 31 in Mm -hmm. London, and he was replaced in the band by a drummer named Kenny Jones. Right. September 8th, 1988, Elton John holds a concert and a charity auction of his stage costumes and raises, dig this, $6.2 million. 
who wanted the big Donald Duck costume? Apparently somebody. I guess. Uh, in September 9th, 1998, Johnny Rotten appears on an episode of the Judge Judy show. <laughs> I've seen it. Have you ever seen it? I have. He blows his nose constantly just to annoy her. <laughs> Johnny Rotten was being sued for headbutting a drummer during a contract dispute. Yeah, don't, don't touch us. No. The question now of which ACDC song to play came down to Hell's Bells mm-hmm. or... Thunderstruck. I chose Thunderstruck simply because I've seen it featured in two football movies. Well, there you are. Hell's Bells is used a lot when a relief pitcher came out. Now, Trevor Hoffman is the one you might know from the San Diego Padres. See, it's perfect for a relief pitcher because it takes Hell's a Bells, right, it, it builds. Mm-hmm. It's ominous. Mm-hmm. The crowd can sort of see it happening. Thunderstruck, boom. It, it comes straight out in. of the gate. Right. Mm-hmm. It comes straight out and it, it's played all over the place. Football, it makes sense. And it sounds like this. Thunderstruck. AC DC Rock School. Okay, you need a short one to get us to the first break. But first, another reason why I think football is America's game. Because we said so. Yeah, well, <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead. That's actually my last reason, <laughs> believe it or don't. Number of games in a season. 16. Right. Short. Small. Mm-hmm. That's right. How many games in a baseball regular season, do you oh, know? Over 100. 162. Yeah, too many. Which means every team is going to win a third, every team is going to lose a third. Mm-hmm. It's that third in the middle. Yeah. So yeah. you can give up a game here and there and go, uh, okay, we're going to be football. all right. Mm-hmm. In terms of hockey, in terms of basketball, how many games in the regular season, do you know? 70-something. 82. See, too many. Once again, you're going to lose a third, you're going to win a third, it's that third in the middle. Right. That's going to, you know, and then some team will explode out and some team like a Cleveland team will go <laughs> and go right down the toilet. But uh-huh. it's the teams that are stunning are the third in the middle. Yeah. In football, you got 16. Every gosh darn game counts. That's right. Even yeah. game number one. Yeah, if you drop two or three, you're... The end. You have the potential to seriously not get into the playoffs. You got it. If you go nine and seven, <laughs> you you may wild card in. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but well, if you... You better hope that... You got it. You start playing that third yes, better. third no, and third in the middle, you're not getting in. You're not getting in if you're in the AFC. No. no you, nine and no, seven. It's not going to happen. You might not get in at 11 and five. That's true. You got it, and it's it, it's it's because of that mm-hmm. that it's so important. Mm-hmm. The, the bandwidth of the season runs you into trouble. Yep. So here's my short one to get us to the break. It's a goose bump inducing song and you probably remember it from the Chicago Bulls of their 90s dynasty when the lights would go down and the lasers would hit and they would introduce here comes Michael Jordan and the remainder of the Bulls. You know, you might not know it by name. Once again, it's by the Alan Parsons Project. It's called Sirius. And again, might not know it by name, but as soon as we start to play it, you'll know it. It's called Sirius. Sounds like this. Rock School. Second break here on Dude, School. Dude, the Saints used to come out to that. They did. Well, I had season tickets for two years when the Saints were just hideous. <laughs> and they used to start with uh, a guy in the 1970s, or 1960s when the Saints started. Uh-huh. And they used to have a guy with a trumpet. Uh-huh. And they used to have the da 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 Oh, 
Oh, and, this, yeah, the second line. <sighs> right. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's I remember, how they started with the Saints coming out. I mm-hmm. guess it's changed since then. Well, they, they came out to that song right there a couple yeah. of times, but then when the uh, U2 Green Day song got real popular, the, the Saints, Saints are, are coming, coming. they started yeah. doing that. They kind of change it up every now and then. You got you to keep it fresh. Why don't they come out to the Breeze cheer? Huh? The Breeze cheer. The oh, Drew Breeze thing that beforehand. Awesome. Oh. That's hard to follow. Ah, dude, you just got to practice. Yeah, I know it. Do you really? I do. Don't do it, but I, I don't doubt that. BMI, I said before, was the music licensing mm-hmm. firm that tracks NFL, NHL, and MLB events and yeah. collects fees. Yep. Here are the top 10 songs. And by the way, there are over 2,000 songs reported. Mm-hmm. Here are the top 10 songs played got? at stadiums across the United States. Okay. Number 10, Put On by Young Jeezy and Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. Let It Rock by Kevin Rudolph and Lil Wayne. Stronger by Kanye West. Cowboys from Hell by Pantera. Black Betty by Ram Jam. Mm -hmm. Rock and Roll Parts 1 and 2 by Gary Glitter. So my statement about it not being played is wrong, I guess. (laughs) Number four, Song 2 by Blur. Yep. Number three, Twilight Zone by Two Unlimited. They're not even playing it by the original group. Number two, Pump It by the Black Eyed Peas. Mm -hmm. And the number one song from 1977. Can you do it? We will, we will rock you. As soon as you said the year, I'm like, oh, I know what it is. According to BMI president and CEO Del Bryant, a great song inspires and engages you. And this song, We Will Rock You, grabs you from the first bar. Some stadium won't play it. Why? Because you have 70,000 people stomping Stomp. their feet and clapping their hands, and they're a little concerned about the structural integrity of the place you're sitting guys, in. Guys, 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 old stop. boards. Please stop doing Chill that. Chill out. It's not just that they're stomping their feet. It's the fact that it's rhythmic. Mm-hmm. You know, when uh, an army is marching across a bridge... They stop the march, the rhythmic march, Mm -hmm. and just have them walk because you don't want the bridge to start bouncing in rhythm because that's not good. That's right. So you have, what, 90,000 people in Death Valley? Boom, boom. Beating on stuff, yeah. And it starts to move in rhythm. Mm -hmm. It's not good. Stop doing that. Y'all are bouncing the building. Stop it. (laughs) Hello there, Radio Universidad, Salamanca, Spain. Thanks for uh, running the radio show. Hello, WBSD in Burlington, Wisconsin. Say, I don't have anything to worry about because that's all frozen. Uh, That's... That's true, but Frozen makes it even more brittle. There's a uh, team in Wisconsin. They're pretty good. They're all right. From what I understand. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to make another cheese statement. Back in a minute. Rock School. All right, talking stadium anthems here on Rock School. Let me give you a couple more that we won't play. Center Field by John Fogarty. That's played all over baseball. They play it nonstop, by the way, at the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York. Yeah. Yeah, just on a loop all the way around, 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 around. I Like to Move It by King Julian, now thanks to Madagascar. It gets played all over the place. And Montel Jordan's This Is How We Do It, Baby. I know that's not really a rock song, but it's catchy. <laughs> I like it a lot. Maybe in 1995 it was. I like it. It's still nice. Strike It Up by Black Box is what we're going to play. It's played at Lambeau Field all the time since I, I mentioned the, the team up there mm-hmm. it it drives me crazy that again we are playing you know the green bay packers yeah it, they're on our schedule again why why not i know i think it's goodell trying like crazy to create <laughs> another I, I guess what would you call it a rivalry i just think it's funny that everything negative in football 
gets blamed on Roger Goodell. Well, <laughs> deservingly. So you think that Roger Goodell purposely placed us to play the Green Bay Packers yes. for the second year Started in a row. the season with it last mm-hmm. year. Well, threw then, it see, in that this was a year. great game. It was a great game. We should have won it if two we just former, had a fifth quarter. <laughs> two, two former uh, Super Bowl champions That's playing right. one another. So now we're just playing them this year. No, I, it, they're he's trying to set something up. We have our rivalry. We have a rivalry with that Dirty Bird team down the street. That's right. And, and they have a rivalry right, with Bears Minnesota, or Minnesota. Or Minnesota, Minnesota right. yeah. They have two rivalries, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, the, the frozen tundra. That's right. Why are they trying to set this up between the heat and the cold? It they seems think, like that's what he wants. They seem to think that it's funny to watch us go up there and shiver. And and almost defeat them. Mm-hmm. Darn it. This time we oh, need to done. defeat that's them. Right. The one that gets played all the time at Lambeau Field, Strike It Up by Black Box. And it sounds like this, Rock School. We're going to finish up this here deal with Stadium Anthems. Let me tell you a couple that I am not going to play. Dallas Cowboys should have been a cowboy by Toby Keith. Yeah. Ohio State plays Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes before every kickoff. Uh, Deacon Blues, University of Alabama plays that. They call Alabama the Crimson Tide, mm-hmm. which is inside of the song. Yeah. Uh, Nana Hey Hey Goodbye by Steam gets played all the time. Uh some team is getting defeated. Na 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 na. Hey hey hey. <laughs> Goodbye. And we're going to finish with tub thumping by Chumbawamba, which has just become synonymous with FIFA and professional soccer. So we'll throw a bone to soccer right there on the end of it. We could have played a vuvuzela. Could have, but people would have killed us. Now the final reason why I think football is America's game. Yeah, go ahead. It's ours, and it is only ours. Now it may have come from like- rugby, but it is ours. Think about it. Baseball is played all over the world, and we should be proud of that. Basketball is played all over the world. Witness the fact that we really had to fight to defeat Spain to win the gold medal in the Olympics, Mm -hmm. right? Hockey played all over the world. Football, nowhere. It's ours. It is truly our game. When we say the winner of the Lombardi Trophy is Mm -hmm. the world champion, we mean it. We win. We we are the world champions. It's still ours. Right now it is. But London's jumping up and down and pitching a fit. Come play some games over here. Well, fine. We'll play a couple games. We'll play a couple games, but it doesn't mean the sport has exported yet. It is still ours. Soccer won't come in. Football won't go out. Yeah, Joel, you're forgetting about the Canadian Football League there. That's not really football. You forgot about it. They keep kicking off. If you're losing, you keep giving the ball away. (laughs) That's not football. So, Stadium Anthem, we're going to end it with Chumbawamba tub thumping, ladies and gentlemen. That wraps it up. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Chad B. Go Saints. Class is dismissed. I get no 